Hi everyone, welcome to the Highbury Hangout podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking all about our FA Cup victory against Leeds. The goal fest marked a basically perfect start to our FA Cup campaign. We won the fourth round tie, a whopping 9-0. As usual, we'll start off with a bit of a summary, but it might take a bit longer because there's nine goals to talk about today. So, Jonas made seven changes to the side that beat Villa in the recent Conti Cup game. This isn't necessarily a surprise, obviously rotation is key at this time of year, but it was still quite a strong side that he put out, I think stronger than a few, like, pundits and things expected. The game marked full debuts for Gio, Cool and Pullover and Jen Beattie also started which she hasn't done for quite a few games which I think was really important to see and shows the importance of squad players versus the absolute regulars and things like that. The new recruits were clearly very up to the task, with Pullover having a shot on target in about the second minute but it was Caitlin Ford that got things started. The passage of play essentially started from a Katie McCabe corner and then Caitlin Ford kind of just tapped in quite nicely. I think overall the Leeds goalkeeper had a decent game despite the scoreline. She did make some good saves but I would say the first one and the second one which we'll obviously get into in a minute were a little bit iffy but a good start from Caitlin and this was all in the ninth minute so an impressively rapid start. A few minutes later, Katrin Cool got her very first Arsenal goal, which was obviously hugely exciting. She received a brilliant pass from Pullover to set it up. And you can definitely already see their midfield partnership developing, which I think is great for the long-term development of the squad. The Leeds keeper also made a great save from Ford a little bit after the Cool goal, um, as Caitlin was definitely on the hunt for her second. It was just before half-time, Caitlin Ford again was taken down just inside the box. It was just inside the box. If you watch replay, you can't see that, but the referee blew the whistle without hesitation. And, of course, up stands Kim Little for a penalty. And, as if anyone would be in any doubt, Kim Little obviously scored a classic. This actually marks her fifth goal this season. Leeds continued to defend quite resolutely. Now, don't get me wrong, I think once they defended, their main issue was, like, what to do with the ball, like, sort of long kicks out. But overall, I think they were quite well structured in their defence. And it took them a while to be broken down again, to be perfectly honest. It was Lena Hertig, freshly off the bench, who came on and was able to make it 4-0 for us. And then our beloved Jen Vitti, who recently announced her retirement from international football, scored from a header. Then next up, it was Black Stenius, who we've spoken about a little bit, definitely isn't having the best form of her life. So I think it was really important for her to score some goals. And then, for me, I think probably the most exciting goal was from Michelle Aguimang, who is a childhood gooner, an academy product, who has previously made her debut like she's had minutes for us before I think her first game was against Leicester but this is her first goal so it obviously marks a huge moment in her Arsenal and football career. I know Yona spoke about it as well after the game but what was really really lovely was the fact that there was chance for her which I think sometimes doesn't happen obviously she's so young and we're not we don't know as much about her as you know your regulars like Kate McCabe or Leah Williamson so I think the fact that we were chanting for her before her goal was so important and I think really represents the togetherness of the club and the fans at the minute 
Our final goal came from Pullover. Again, huge moment for her as a debut. Obviously, 9-0 was huge, but interestingly, Aston Villa actually got the biggest goal tally of the weekend in the FA Cup as they won their game 11-0. But obviously, very happy with our performance. After this weekend of FA Cup action, that means there is 16 teams left in the FA Cup. So that's in alphabetical order, that's Arsenal, Aston Villa, Birmingham, Brighton, Bristol, Cardiff, Charlton, Chelsea, Coventry, Durham, Lewes, Man City, Manchester United, Reading, Spurs and West Ham. So obviously heavily leading to a WSL kind of overpower of the FA Cup but there's definitely still some curveballs in there which is really important for the game. On Monday will be ball three in the draw if you want to keep a lookout taking place at 6.30 on the BBC. Obviously if you can't watch it or you don't want to watch it there's no need to worry. I'll be posting about it on our socials especially Twitter and then the FA, the next FA Cup game will take place in late February. In the meantime, the tickets for the final are already on sale and just over 30,000 are confirmed have already been sold, which is obviously really exciting. For now, though, Arsenal's focus returns to the WSL as they will face West Ham again, but this time away, obviously, at the weekend. Now, looking back at the game, obviously, I think once, especially once you would scored quite a few goals, we knew we were safely through. They definitely started to, you know, things try out things, try out sets of play, lots of different corner takers, which we definitely have, you know, like Steph Catley, Katie McCabe, they do rotate quite a lot to take corners, but I think there was a lot more action, obviously a lot of different goal scorers, all really important to test out for when we do play other teams, especially WSL games. I think this provided a really great opportunity as well, obviously for the younger players to come through. But then with that, I think obviously there were a few issues, I think in terms of was our ability to swing the ball side to side. And it took quite a long time to unsettle Leeds' positions. Um, I know Jonas spoke about this in his post-match conference, press conference, and that's something that they did try to talk about at half-time. And then I think as well, we didn't actually defend the long balls as well as maybe we normally do I think they bounce quite a lot and then that affected how we attacked and things like that obviously these are very very specific issues um Jonas pointed out a few of these things in his conference like I said but I think it's good to take these lessons into with respect to leads the bigger games Um, But I think a lot of the things came from us trying new things, so I don't think it's obviously any need to be concerned. I mentioned this in my last podcast as well, but thank you to Tim Silman at Arsblog, literally doing the Lord's work if we're being completely honest here. He asked Jonas about the Kate McKay rumours and Jonas said that there is absolutely no way that she is leaving this January, so just everyone needs to calm down but what I did really love was especially while the players were warming up so close to the north bank all the fans doing the Katie McCabe song followed by like we hate Chelsea just in case the message wasn't super clear to her anyway but I did see a few giggles so hopefully it's all fine now 
Obviously, one of the big news stories ahead of the game was the Lee Williamson and Amy Woodruff kind of shirt conversation on Twitter. As we know, Leah kept to her word and they did the shirt swap, something that Amy says she'll remember for the rest of her life. And I wonder if she's already got it framed on display. Something that I think potentially the game did reveal is our situation with the goalkeepers. Obviously, at the minute, we have four goalkeepers because we recently signed Sabs to Angelo and then we have Manu and Kaelin since from the like previous windows and then we also recalled Fran Stenson who is an academy graduate. Obviously we're not going to keep four goalkeepers that would be ridiculous in fact we normally don't even have three but what's interesting is that Kaelin played in the FA Cup game and this means it's probably unlikely that she's the one leaving because there are so many other WSL teams still in the FA Cup and she'd now be cup-tied. Obviously, it doesn't make it impossible. There are options still in the WSL she could go to. And, of course, maybe she just doesn't play the FA Cup games. But it would seem to reduce the options and the appeal of her because, obviously, for a low knee you're already cutting the games against the parent club it would be odd to be cutting it to the extent of this this then leads into the conversations surrounding Manuela Zinsberger's contract so it runs out in the summer which then means we could see her leave on a free if she did want to leave however she is clearly our first choice goalkeeper we all know how amazing she is and how good she is at keeping clean sheets for us but given that it's unlikely to be Kaylin now with the FA Cup information, it's obviously not Sabrina leading us because she's only just come in. It would be interesting to see if this is just precautionary, if Manu hasn't made up her mind yet, things like that. Obviously, as we do know, she has spoken fairly openly about being in London and the fact that her partner isn't in London she's I believe she's in Germany which is why I think we've seen some rumours linking her to Bayern Munich for example but the window obviously closes very very soon so something to really keep in mind especially because we don't need four goalkeepers it completely stacks the team in the wrong way as always I'll be keeping updated on socials and things like that on transfer window it's obviously hotting up I will be releasing an article on my blog which you can find at thehybridhangout.com once the window closes just kind of taking a look at all the business that Arsenal have done and any transfer window opportunities that we missed as well. In the meantime we'll keep our fingers crossed for a good draw in the FA Cup and then of course I will be doing a podcast episode on the West Ham game as well as a pre-match article on the blog. Thank you so much for listening, bye!